There is no time to sleep. Just came off an hour and 15 mock draft live show with our guy Sticks going over his season-long rankings. If you missed that show, hop on our YouTube page at Windaily Sports. It'll be up on WindailySports.com as well. We just went through the first nine rounds of a draft, broke down pretty much every single pick of the, the first nine rounds, gave us some sleepers, went through it all, and now I'm back with Adam, and we're going to be breaking down the MLB slate. If you haven't checked us out at WindailySports.com and you want access to our projection models, Adam's articles, um, our Discord chat where you can talk, get cores, projection models, seasonal rankings, use promo code STIX20. To at winddailysports.com. That'll get you a free month of everything we have they offer. But Adam, man, let's look at it. I thought the Phillies were dead. I'll be honest. I really did. I thought they were dead in the water. It's kind of scared about these Braves. Mets beat up on the Braves. Now you get the Phillies and you got the nastiest guy in the league, man. A guy that you wouldn't want to see in an alley. Max Scherzer. True competitor. Feisty going against one of the hottest lineups right now. 10-9, is it just it's Max Scherzer? It really don't matter. Even in a bad game, he's still going to go out there and get you 20 points. Or is 10-9 and potential ownership a reason to fade Mad Max? So it's a little bit of both, right? Because do I expect Max Scherzer to get hit here? No, not really. And Kyle Schwarber left the game for the Phillies yesterday. Uh, with a, what was reported as a right calf strain. So he would seem very iffy at best for this game. That you know, Schwarber, like Schwarber, you know, he's not hitting for a high average, only 211, but he's he's got 34 bombs, and Scherzer can get hit a little bit more from the left side. So that is an important factor. But regardless of whether he's in or not, yeah, I think Scherzer's awesome. Like, he he thrives in these big game environments. Pretty much every every game for the Mets coming down the stretch here, it's a big game. You know, you're fighting for playoff position. It's within the division. But I got to say, if you're spending up, you really have to look at Carlos Rodon as well. I mean, he, yeah, I don't, he's I don't even want to. I don't even want to talk about Rodon, so I'm just going to sit back and you predict what's going to happen. He's got the worst lineup against Pittsburgh, but it's Rodon. He's either going to get you 40 or 10. It's like, tell me which one is going to be. Yeah, and I, I mean, he's definitely the more volatile player. Don't Don't get me wrong. But he is better at home. Uh, his home K rate is 35%. The ERA is 1.76. The WHIP's 1.12. And the FIP is 1.77. So, like, the ERA is right in line with the FIP, which we definitely like. You're looking at the, the Pirates who have almost a 28% K rate against lefties away from PNC Park. This is going to be another, uh, another slate where I think Scherzer's probably about 60%. I think Rodon's probably going to be about 30 35. If that's the way it breaks, you have to get yourself some Carlos Rodon in GPP. You you have to. Because there's certainly a case where he outscores Mad Max at half the ownership. And and that that could be the winning thing. We talked about this the other night when we were on, because it was Verlander and, and Alcantara. Man, for about seven innings, it looked like Alcantara was going to outscore Verlander pretty handily. He was only at 71 pitches through seven innings. He was already at 20. I'm doing the math in my head. I'm like, okay. He missed the shutout, but he's only at 71, so he's gonna, he can get the complete game here. You get the W. Even if he doesn't record another strikeout, it's still like another 12 points. He would have lapped Verlander, but he fell apart in the seventh. I mean, Carlos Rodon could strike out 12 hitters, or 10, 12 hitters here, and outscore Scherzer. 
Yeah, no, I, I get it. Yeah, I think you kind of you play the ownership game. We'll have ownership out, you know, on Friday on our optimizer, windailysports.com, and then you play your ownership based on what the field's doing and try to get a little bit of edge. I think Scherzer probably still the safer play. Rendon, you know, San Fran kind of on the brink of being out of it. It's a little too early to say they're officially out of it, but they might pump the brakes on him a little bit. Then you got the two G's here behind him, Gonsolin and Garcia, who were spectacular at times, but grown inconsistent as of late. Any love for either of these two guys? You got a nice matchup for Garcia against, you know, Oakland, and you got a nice matchup for Gonsolin against KC here. Um, expensive, though. You're, you're spending 10-1 Gonsolin and 98 Garcia. I don't think anybody plays these guys. They're going to be supremely low-owned. Any love for either of them? I, I mean, I think Garcia could be a little bit popular just because of the opponent, but obviously the price tag does come into play here. I don't like paying 98 for almost any Houston pitcher outside of Verlander because Garcia, Javier, uh, Fromber Valdez, they've all shown flashes of just absolute dominance. And, like, you look at the last series they had against Oakland, it was Garcia, it was, it was Javier, and it was Valdez. Nobody pitched all that well. And, and, like, I understand it's on the road, but it's still in Oakland. Like, that's not that's not the ballpark that's causing them to not pitch all that well. So you kind of know what you're getting into. 9800 is just not a price for me that I'm going to play them unless I absolutely have to in cash. I, I kind of don't think that happens, but we'll see. For Gonzalez, I mean, listen, if Scherzer 60 and Rodon's like 30, nobody's touching Gonzalez. I mean, nobody's yeah, going to touch him. Yeah, nobody, nobody's playing him. <laughs> Excuse me. So, yeah, and one, I mean, is he probably going to score with the other two? Probably not. Is there a pathway for him sitting at the top of the leaderboard tomorrow night or, or like at, at Friday night with the highest score? It's it's potentially there. And it's not like the Royals are going to scare you. His exit's higher than his ERA, but it's in Kansas City. That helps. You know, it, it wouldn't be anything other than an MME play to me. Like, I think you have to have at least 20 lineups to really even look at Gonzalez. But if he's 5-8%, you know, he could score 30. Yeah, I would prefer, you know, pass those two names. I prefer Kirby and 9,200 in Texas over those two spots. I'd probably prefer the discount and, and go Molly. Um you know, going against L.A., I think he can Ooh. easily go out there and get you 15, 20. He Clevenger, 7,800. With yeah. Kirby, I got I got to cut you off. The only reason I really didn't consider Kirby, and we have to keep an eye out, his pitch count. His pitch counts have been very low. He, he's, this is not a very experienced arm. With his age and his professional experience, he hasn't might... been past 80 pitches these past couple games. So that's something like – they did announce it previous to the last game, so I'm kind of hopeful they, they keep us in the loop. But, you know, if he's going to sit at 80, 9,200 is out for me. Yeah, you, you cut him out. Yeah, yeah. So I wasn't aware of that, so that's a great point. Um, pitch count, if it's 80 or below, do not touch him at 9,200. Right. Uh, Molly at 8,500 against like LA, who I think is a, is a nice spot. And then Clevenger at 7,800, another yep. nice spot. Then you go down a little bit farther. I want to get your takes on those two guys. Also, Jordan Montgomery, I don't buy Milwaukee being a good lineup. I really don't think they're a good lineup at all. I can see Montgomery having a bounce back start here and going out there and getting his, you know, 15 to 20 points at 6,800. 
There's some other plays if you go a little bit lower, but let's start with those three. Any love for them? I mean, Molly and Clevenger both made the article. I think they both have really strong cases. I think the salary is really fair for both of them. As far as Molly goes, you know, he's sitting on the fastball 52%. You kind of wish he'd use something else a little bit more, but at the same time, it's the Angels. They're one of the worst teams against the fastball. There's not an offensive category that they look good in, and their K rate is leading the league against righty pitching. So Molly's well in play. Um, you know, we're starting to get a picture of what the Washington offense has looked like without Juan Soto, without Josh Bell. They haven't been that bad. I understand it's only a week. It's a very small sample size. Like, I'm not saying this is what they're – this is just what they are. But they're 15th in Woba. They're 16th in OPS. Their, their K rate has stayed down at 19%. I think Clevenger's fine. I think his salary is kind of an overreaction to one bad start against the Dodgers, which it's the Dodgers. Dodgers. That, that, doesn't, that doesn't matter to me, like, in the least. I don't really care. Um, I think he's fine. He's probably not my favorite because I think Washington's been a little bit peskier than we've all thought. I think this might be the first time I've said this, but Montgomery might be my favorite cheap play of the slate. And I mean, listen, we're like, we're pushing mid-August and this is the first time I'm saying this about Jordan Montgomery. But when we looked at this Milwaukee offense start of the year, I think everybody assumed it was going to be better, right? They have McCutcheon, they have Hunter Renfro, at least against lefty pitching, you assume, you know, there was still some bats that could do some damage. That has not happened whatsoever this year. They're 23rd in OPS, they're 22nd in on base, 25th in Woba, 25th in WRC plus. And they have the fourth highest K rate at almost 25%. They've not hit lefties at all. Yeah, Jordan Montgomery hasn't been anything special. His K rate's only 20% this year, and it's kind of a surprise. It's one of his lower rates so far in his career, but 6,800, man, he should at least get five, six strikeouts here. Potentially a win. My only fear with the Cardinals is they're coming out of Coors Field. Usually, you know, Eric Lauer, he's a lefty. I don't like playing lefty pitching against the Cardinals. Man, if there's ever a time to do it, it, it might be right now because, you know, Coors messes with your timing when you first come out. So, but even if he doesn't get the win, Montgomery at 6,800, he can push for 1820 and be a really strong value play. Yeah, I agree, man. That's definitely, you know, a, a place to go. Now, Jimmy has been – he's the reason why we started these home run props because we – he asked on Sunday, and we're like, you know what? Me and Tony were on, like, let's let's go ahead and, and pick some home runs. Tony goes two for two. And then just yesterday, or actually today on Wednesday, they went two for four again today. I wasn't on the show. I, I'm struggling to get – I only caught the Jordan Alvarez one. I had to ask you. You had to, like, reassure me that he's okay, and then he actually popped one. I almost pulled them off the board. So we're going to get to our home run plays. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. And also remember, we have a home run model at windailysports.com. So if you haven't seen it yet, we are still making some tweaks to it, um, analyzing it pretty much every day. You know, I don't know. I haven't seen all the scores on Wednesday, but just a, a quick peek at it. Adam, I know you've been following the games. You played today. I, w- I was doing a, a stream earlier. So how did these guys do? Did, did Goldschmidt or Arenado or Gorman or Schwarber, you said Schwarber got hurt, but DeJong, Votto, any of these guys hit home runs yet? Derek Hall, Jose Ramirez? Schwarber left, but the three Cardinals all left the yard, if I'm not mistaken. So you're saying? Well, I, know, I know Gorman did. I know Goldschmidt did. And you know what? All three did. I, all three of them. Yeah, so if you just went to the home run model, 
and I don't even know who Jose Barrero is, to be totally honest with you. If he hit a home run, too, that'd be some crazy shit. But if you bet the top four guys on the home run model that our guy Ghost puts out, you would have went three for four if Jose Barrero hit a home run. You would have went four for four. So if you're ever looking for, you know, building your stacks or, you know, going to find some one-off power, you come here, like you said, Schwarber got hurt, Votto, uh, Derek Hall, Ramirez, Santana are on there, Devers. You know, these ratings are a little bit lower, but we're pulling the best guys. And, hey, like I said, if you went to the top of the board right now, you would have been in a great spot uh, for home runs. But let's talk about stacks before we get to home runs. Um, stacks, got a Coors slate. Is is that where you're going to right away? Um, you have some weak pitching here. Potentially, you got two teams. You know, you have Austin Voth going against Tampa. You got Kluber going against Baltimore. You got the Yankees against Evaldi. You got the Dodgers against Daniel Lynch. Um, you got Houston going against Adam Oler. Um, where do you start with your sacks? You got a, a opener going against Seattle, who, who who's playing for a playoff spot. Where's your top three stacks starting with on on, th- on Friday night? I mean, I'm gonna take Coors Field out of it because I know they're gonna be chalky, and I'm gonna be warring kind of all day with whether I want to ride Diamondbacks chalk or not. Sensatel is not good, but we know the first game in Coors, and just look at what the Cardinals did their first game. Wasn't that impressive? They picked it back up in games two and three. I think the Rockies are going to, you know, carry some ownership as well. But for me, I think one of the first stacks I'm going to might actually be the Padres. Um, I mean, Corey Abbott has just been dreadful. The the Washington bullpen is not good behind him. Um, they're on the road, so you know you're going to get those nine innings. That's probably the place I'm starting, and I get it. Like they're expensive, but that's where a guy like Jordan Montgomery comes in. That's where maybe you use a couple of the cheaper guys from Coors Field, because, like, Arizona, I don't think anybody is over, what, uh, 4,800? I mean, come on, man. Even if you don't full stack, like, that's a joke. That's a joke. It's been this way all season. Like, it's just ridiculous. What's crazy is you have Tony Gonsolin over 10K, and then you got Arizona, like, super cheap. It doesn't make any sense. Like, I just want to know what goes on in these meetings. Like, I don't get it, man. We, do we not um, fix the broken algorithm or we just ride it out? We'll fix it. We'll fix it next year. Like, what is the, what, what, is what the happens play? here? Yeah. Like, I'll ah, just let it keep going. Like we've gone this far. This course field means nothing. Team score 15 runs. It's okay. Um. Yeah. So it's, it's Padres. It's the Astros at home against Aller. Again, just routinely dreadful pitcher. Like there's just nothing, nothing decent that I can point to. Okay. He got, five for 13 DK against him the last time. I, I don't much care. He still gave up four runs. Um, like, there's no reason to not go to Astros. And then I I do like the Dodgers. I know Daniel Lynch has kind of shown a little bit more lately. Again, Dodgers are starting to wake up, man. These bats are starting I mean, to wake they're up. Like, they're like 35 and five or something in the last 40 games. Like, it's something just absurd. They're just a machine yeah. right now. So yeah. I don't particularly care that Daniel Lynch has shown some flashes lately. It's it's probably not going to matter here. Yeah, not going to matter. Um, yeah, you have Arizona, Colorado, Houston. I'm with it. San Diego, with it. I can see sneakiness. You know, maybe some ownership comes off of the Yankees here. They need to wake up. They need to start winning some games. Um, 
day off probably helps them. Evaldi hasn't been so good against the Yankees. Nine innings. So homer prone. Six home runs, three, you know, home runs in nine innings. So I'm assuming Judge probably hits a home run there. Um, He's not going to be my pick, but that's a spot to go to. I think the Mets can be sneaky again. You know, they're not going to be owned. Suarez has been okay at best. You know, he's he not, needs the right matchup, and this ain't it. Yeah, he, <laughs> this he's ain't it. Okay. He's been okay at best. You know, last ten games, two point eight six ERA. So it's it's not like a, a an awesome matchup. It's going to be it cooled. It's going to cool down a little bit in New York tomorrow. Going to be probably like seventy five around game time. So it's not like hot as balls like it's been like the last couple of weeks here in New York. So yeah. not in love with the Mets, but. There are spots here that, that we mentioned that I think are better. Let's go to our home run props. Um, I'm going to roll the dice and go back to the well, man. Alvarez does it again. Uh, I don't know what his home run prop is right now, but I look at the matchup. You kind of nailed it with Houston. Olaire, last four starts, he only went 9, 15, 20 innings. He's let up six home runs in the last 20 innings. So give me Alvarez. You got the platoon matchup you're going against the righty Alvarez can home run maybe twice in this game so I'm going to go with Alvarez kind of chalky maybe I don't know but you can go with the second pick who do you got uh so I'm going to go with uh the, the quick return home and I'm going to go with Josh Bell right back in Washington uh against Corey Abbott nice 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 I like that call a little bit off the, a little bit of the revenge the, narrative, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, surprised he didn't Great go revenge. to Juan Soto. Uh, I thought about but, it. I did think yeah. about it. Bell hasn't hit a home run in his last 10 games, so he's definitely due. He yep. was on fire, you know, this season, probably better than Juan Soto. So I like that call. Um, give me some more. Dude. Give me some more chalk. I'm assuming Ghost's model is going to be on this guy. He came off a good series in St. Louis. Um, he's been pretty hot, you know, last 10 games. CJ Crone, um, only one home run in the last 10 games, but he's hitting over 300. Um, so I'm going to go with CJ Crone for my second home run call. So Alvarez, Crone, these are power bats. They're proven bats. Crone's got 23 home runs on the year. Alvarez, fighting injury. He's going to get to 30 probably tomorrow. And then I'll round it out with I'll take Mookie Betts. Um, you know, KC's not the best spot to – to hit a home run, I understand that. I don't care. Mookie Betts, you know, it's kind of the same deal. Hitting 333 with a 918 OPS the last 10, two bombs, five doubles. He's seeing the ball extremely well right now. Put him up against the lefty, it, it, it could happen quick. If he gets hot, like he hasn't even, like he's had a quiet, good season once again. And I yeah. joked around about it earlier this year, and everybody kind of like shitted on me because they, someone put those like stupid like Twitter picks up, like, Pick oh these are the best baseball players in every state or best athlete in every state and like Trout has got the de facto I'm the best guy in California and like Mookie Betts wasn't even like thought about and again nothing against Mike Trout but Mookie Betts is going to be in the playoffs um, you know competing playing the entire season for the most part and Trout unfortunately got hurt again and the Angels still suck so that's how that gets played out. Uh, I think Judge hits a home run as well. You know, good matchup here. Soto probably in a good spot. Uh, the Mets righties in a good spot. You know, anybody in Colorado can hit a home run. Ball's been flying out of there um, last couple games. So I think they're in good spots. 
Other than that, Houston, good spots. We mentioned all the stacks. Adam, your article, it's out every single day. You got pitching covered. If you haven't read one of Adam's articles and you're liking and subscribing to the show, make sure you use promo code 622. You get access to the home run model. Get access to all the articles, projection models, all that kind of good stuff. Adam, tell me one last thing, man. Um, give me something sneaky, man. Sneaky, sneaky stack that takes it down, or the guy you need in your lineup to have a big takedown tomorrow, or Jordan Montgomery is is going to be the ace of the slate. Give me a hot take before we head out of here. I wouldn't necessarily say takedown, but San Francisco is going to be the sneakiest stack of the night, and they're going to score about seven, eight runs. There you go, man. San Fran. Who are they pitching? Who, who are they hitting against? Wilson? They, they got they got my my Buccos and Bryce Wilson, who, other than the day we all played uh, Baltimore Orioles and he did really well, has been just <laughs> a stone awful against the left side of the plate. And that's about all he's going to see tomorrow is a bunch of lefties. So good luck. So there you go, man. Um, Washington is going to be a lot of narratives in Washington tomorrow. San Diego. I, I just realized that when you were talking about it. I didn't you realize they were back so quick. Yeah, you got Soto and Bell going back, and Machado's obviously been heating up, and San Diego's trying to make that push. So I think there might be some fireworks there. Uh, I love to see, like, like, just the first at bat, he gets, like, pegged on the leg just because Soto's, like, so crazy. Like, what would happen if he got hit, like, in the hamstring? Like, nothing aggressive, but it's, like, in the hamstring. See what happens. Should be an interesting game. A lot of playoff races. My, my hot take is keep playing bats in playoff races like stack your playoff race teams avoid some of these you know not playing for anything type of games and and attack these weak weak pitching lineups you know guys are gonna get these spot starts late because they don't want to extra innings to this pitcher or that pitcher and you know don't be afraid to go with some jordan montgomery tomorrow get that value um at the pitcher spot because you're probably going to need it if you're going to be going to, you know, Coors Field or, or some of these big bats. So everybody have a good day on Friday. Be on a lookout for the 5-5 five and five on Saturdays and Sunday. Adam and Tony crush it every weekend. We'll be on Sirius this weekend, 10 to 12 at night, Eastern, both Saturdays and Sunday, covering the NFL and some MLB as well. Good luck in your games on Friday, and good luck with UFC, MMA, golf showdown. We got you all covered at windailysports.com. 